this conference will now be recorded. So then we hear of several cases of, of divorce and confusion, misunderstandings, abuse here and there. But then we want to raise up the prayer this afternoon that, that it, enough of all these things. We, we cannot we cannot be, be joining marriages in churches and then we and then years later we hear of divorce. It is never right. It is never right in the sight of God. God is never an author of confusion. And we know that what the devil will always fight unity. He is always against oneness. He is always against unity. So if you take out the God factor out of marriage and then you allow man, God didn't say that let no spirit. Let no man put a standard. That is say that once once you call is not part of it, you give the chance for men to 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 handle, to control the mind. That is where you all your problems. We want to raise up a prayer now. That, that, that marriage just in TPN. In fact, you have to pray this prayer for the death of your heart, whether you are married or not. That marriages in TPN will, will never suffer divorce. Marriages in TPN will never suffer abuse. Marriages in TPN will never suffer confusion. Look, marriages in TPN should, should be should be marriages that people will, will look up to and say that ah, because of so and so, I want my marriage to be like this because I know that God is in this marriage. We want to Raise up a prayer now that God should, should restore and the joy and peace in marriages, especially marriages in TPN. Wherever you are, open your mouth now and pray that, that, that it may be someone close to you, or you may you may be your, your family, every, everything is going well. But then some people are really suffering in their marriages. And I want you to pray now, raise up a prayer to God that God should restore, God should wipe away the pain, the confusion, and people in marriages that are, are suffering, that their joy and peace will be restored. In the name of Jesus, Rabo Sika Tabaraba Tabasusa, Father, please deliver people from their state of confusion in the mighty name of Jesus. Let peace reign in marriages in the name of Jesus. Let your Babies in the mighty name of Jesus, because you said we should
enough enough and i said i'm tired of hearing hearing of divorce cases it, it is it is enough you cannot decide to be with someone and then years after you realize that no i made a wrong choice no marriage must be done god's way so we are pleading the mercy of god on those marriages now let god arise and locate those marriages there are marriages that are almost headed towards 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 i mean i mean breaking they are they are, they are almost, almost almost dead we are praying that god should resurrect those marriages that god should locate them yes they, they may have taken out his, his, his dimension but we are praying that god please locate those marriages now especially if there are some marriages like that in keeping in uh, may god God restore. May God have mercy on those minds uh, that they will, they will enjoy the peace uh, and, and enjoy it uh, that they began with in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth now and pray the mercy of God on those marriages now. Of TP and our brethren and sisters, pray, oh God, in the name of Jesus, we pray, oh God, that Father, your hands, oh God, hold their marriages, we pray, oh God, our marriages.
Amen. Amen. We are still moving on. We are still moving on. We are praying. That that any arrow of darkness that has found its way into marriages that are breaking these barriers that we are building on, and we are calling for the power of God to crush any darkness in any marriage in the name of Jesus, to crush all forms of confusion in any marriage. We we know that we have established that that is not the purpose of God for us. We are praying on that any negative spirit that has found its way into any marriages, especially marriages of TP, and we are praying that God's power to this. Destroy those negative spirits now in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Libo shikata rasa leva sata yabana bana bado saha.
for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Yet these people of God, the rod have his own assignment. And the staff also have his assignment. Before we can receive that comfort, the rod and the staff need to come together. But the rod of God and the staff of God, before we can have comfort in our health, comfort in our marriages, comfort in our businesses, comfort in our workplaces, comfort in our finances. Ha. The rod and the staff must be released. So this afternoon, we are going to lift a prayer and release the rod of God. Let the rod of God be released and contend fight against any wild beast. Fight against the powers of darkness. Fight against the strong man in our bloodline. We are going to lift up prayer now. A prayer of war. And relate the word of God tonight. In our bloodlines. You are going to relate the word of God. In our workplaces. You are going to release the word of God. In our businesses. In our marriages. In our health. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and begin to pray and release the word of God. Release the word of God. Let it happen in the name of Jesus Christ. Let it happen. Begin to pray. Release the word of God. Release the of 
In Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. People of God, ha, let me hear me. Hear this one. Say, let me tell you this. Comfort is not tomatoes. You go to the marketplace and buy. When you want comfort, you need to fight for it. You need to fight for it. You need to fight for it. Before you have your comfort, you need to release some weapons some strong weapons um, that will, will destroy um, the oppression um, that will hurt um, and terminate um, the oppression um, of the wicked ones um, against your life. Um. Ha! When you want comfort, um, you need to pray. You need to push it harder. You need to push it to the wall. You need to push it to the wall. Hey! Thank you, Jesus. Let's see. Now, the staff, the staff of God, the staff of God, the staff of God is used for constant care, constant care. Ha. In, in the verse one, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall know one. The Lord is my shepherd. Yeah, the shepherd, the staff was the symbol of the shepherd constant care. The staff, the staff of God was the symbol of the shepherd constant care. We're going to lift that prayer now and release the staff of God into our marriages. The staff of God ha, 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 will turn things around, will bring some special care ha, kadabra, kadabra, in your marriages, in your workplace, finances, health. We are going to leave it up now. We are going to push it for the second time. And then we are going to cry out of God. We are, we are going to cry to our God this afternoon that let that comfort, hmm, when, God, when God gives you comfort, ha, I'm telling you, your right hand, your fullness of goods, right left front back wherever you go favor blessings opportunities doors the doors the doors the doors the doors will just be opening to you things that people see and find difficult to get you you get there you get it they won't understand they won't things that the doctors say that ah as for this sickness ah, we can just manage you till you die I'm telling you, when the staff of God is released, hmm, we are going to be a special care. The Papa God Himself hmm, will take care of the situation. I don't know the challenges you are going through, but as we lift our prayer now this afternoon and release the staff of God, the Papa God will release special care on your behalf. You will release angels to attend to you. The angels 
that are responsible for each problem. I don't know your problem. I don't know your situation. Ha! Ah, it's going to release it this afternoon. Let up your prayer. Let up prayer now and relate the staff of God. I don't know what you are going from. Let up the staff of God. The staff of God. For constant care. Let up your force that begin to pray now in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's <laughs> 
I just got home from the hospital. Sorry. Sorry for joining late. Sorry for joining late. Sorry for joining late. Uh, Spirit divine, have your own way as we start this teaching session. Grant your sons and your daughters understanding. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. 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 God willing, we are starting our 14 days fast, God willing, tomorrow. There will be five sessions in the day. So tell your friends, your family members and colleagues to come and pray for themselves. So the, 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 the truth is where this world has got into, um, you need God. You need God. Sunday, I met some very powerful black American energy expert. This woman is all over the place. But I was amazed about her orientation and her intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Today, I will try and compress and finish the vocal gift. Where yesterday I spoke about the gift of prophecy, the operations of the prophetic, the difference between a prophet and a seer. And I also place much emphasis on the type of prophets we have, the prophetic grace, and the need not to think that if you are a prophet, you are superior to a pastor. You can be a teacher by your rank can be very high in the spiritual realm than a prophet who is all over the place. 
around 4.30 a.m. God visited me. And he came to share a lot of things with me. And also to encourage me. Because last night I had, I had a whole lot of issues I was dealing with. And it kind of really affected me. Then God asked me, At what point can we say somebody is successful in life, in ministry? At what point can we say somebody is successful in ministry? And at times when the old man asks certain questions, I don't. Because all the answers that I might try and give, I will even end up regretting giving those answers. And before we start, I want to also ask you, say, Tracy, at what point can you say you've entered into a realm of success? At what point can we confidently say we are successful in our marriage? There's been a lot of misconception out there. And unfortunately, the church has bought into it. Sunday, I met a lot of people non TPN members. And one encountered the PA of one of the bosses that came to see me. He wanted me to prophesy to the boss. I should tell the boss something that is a mystery in her life. I told him, I told him that I'm sorry, I don't pray like that. I don't I don't do prophecy to please people. But I kept on thinking about that encounter. This morning God was asking me at what point can one say I am successful in their chosen field.
His focus this morning was on the church. The world will make us understand the criteria of the world. You can only be successful in ministry when you have a certain large church auditoriums. It is when the pastor is living a certain kind of life of abundance. Is it about the number of people, the congregation in the church and and, and the, the financial capacity of the church? People of God, I will not need answer today. At what point can you say you are successful in our chosen field? God asked me a whole lot of questions. And I kept on writing. Is it about the church? Uh, how built the church is? Is it about the VH that the pastors uses? Is it about the mansions, the properties that the churches have? Is it about the fat church check in the in the churches accounts? Is it about a certain TV or radio station? So you realize that most churches are investing a lot of money into the media. Once they could use these monies for evangelism. But one of the things the old man told me this morning, he says, I can Only say I am successful when I'm able to touch the lives of people with the assignment God gave us. So you can be a banker, you can be receiving safe digits at the end of every month. What makes you success is not your structures, it's not the accounts, it's not the properties you have, but your ability to touch the lives of people with your God-given assignment. You can be a banker. You can be in the medical field. Are you able to touch the lives of people within that field with your deeds 
and character. I'll just share with you some of my conversations with him. Once in a while, I'll just come and share. Let's change our perspectives on money, on material things. To somebody, God can only bless him, or he can say that he has been blessed by God. When all the things that he's believing his God for, has been manifested. You can never appreciate the things of God if you've never been at the other side of life before. If you have ever struggled to walk, Yeah, if you have ever struggled to breathe, you will then begin to appreciate the grace you are enjoying now. Don't put pressure on yourself. Don't allow the enemy to, to, to manipulate your mind. Keep on walking before God. Because whatever you are believing him for is hidden in your work. The world will surely have standards. But make sure you are not too influenced by the standards of this world. Today, I'm just going to focus on the gift of tongues and the interpretation of tongues. Can someone read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10? Where is my Bible? 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. Who is reading for me? First Corinthians. First Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 10. To another, the workings of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, descending of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation uh, tongues. Amen. Okay, okay. It says to another, what the diverse. To another, kind the diverse tongues. kinds of tongues. Good. When we read other versions of the Bible, of course, it's the various kinds of tongues. But the scripture or this is not read. Paul was just trying to let us understand that when it comes to the giftings of God in the area of tongues, there are various kinds of tongues. 
there are diverse kind of tones. So, before I start, may I ask, what is tongues? Ha What is tongues? Alberta, I'll start from you. Then I'll... Uh, what is tongues? Because it is something we've been hearing every day. We've been okay. saying it every day. We've been just, what is tongues? Don't it's try to, has, in your own, good. Okay, it also has something to do with um, a voice, like what you see. And with You've tongues, not said anything. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm, like, good. It's Answer, what is tongues? You see, on the Pentecostal day in the Bible, I think tongues or the tongue like a fire like came on the people. Then they started speaking in different languages. And with that, it entails different languages. You are communicating with God in a way that the devil does not understand. Mm -hmm. Who yes. else? Who else? Hey, why is the place very quiet like that? And uh, and uh, after prayer session, you ready to have No one will pray, but you will listen. Last time, one of my friends was telling me and was complaining bitterly about people's behavior when it is prayer time. And she said one day she will come and raise a prayer point. Then she too, she will mute <laughs> her mic. Then five minutes, she will come and raise another prayer point. Then she will mute her mic. Abby said no one is praying. She too, she's not going to pray. Uh, another five minutes, she will unmute, lift up another prayer point, then mute her mic. I laugh. So this 14 days, I don't know. I don't know. I will talk to the coordinators and see. Please, what is tongues? It's a spiritual language. If it is a spiritual language, it's not said anything. Apostle, please, can uh, I try? Uh, everybody's please. going to talk. Please. Right, I, I, wait, let me pick my phone. Please, Carol, wait. I am starting from V. So Vivian, Venda, Tracy, Teddy, Ruth, please get ready. Carol, try. Apostle, Where's please, I know it's one of the spiritual giftings where one speaks in an unknown language that is being inspired by the holy spirit 
for for the person's edification as well as the edification of others. Mm. Is it a textbook or so to you? What you read is a textbook. I'm not so reading you, from any book at all. So. No, no, you said I'm not reading you've from learned. any book. Madam, uh, madam, please. You say you've learned. Every you've time, Apostle, that is what I've uh -huh. so I want that to, so so to Carol. So speaking, tongues? yes. So to me, it is one of the giftings of the Holy Spirit whereby I will speak in an unknown language, maybe to me, but somebody standing beside me might understand. And this speaking would come to like sort of um um maybe ed edify us in the sense that it, it would come as a form of maybe uh, uh speaking to us or telling us something that the holy spirit would want us to know or better still helping us make supplications to god like that is what i know okay today everybody's going to talk to everybody Everybody, okay. Let me go to the page. Amanda says is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit making utterance to us. So if okay, Diana says speaking in an unknown language to God for edification of man. Tina says language we use to communicate with God. So Tina, are you trying to tell me that? If I am praying in my typical Akan language, it is not essential language to communicate to God. So explain. Vivian says is speaking in words and languages that we do not understand. Wow. It's a language of the spirit and sign of the Holy Ghost baptism. That is from Prophet Ima. Good. I'm with uh, Ima. I'm still waiting for the dream. Mm. Who else? Venga. Tracy. Ruth. Priscilla. Nora, Patricia, hey, Angie, 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 mm. Mabel, Perku, I'm waiting on you see. When it comes to, it can also be a form of prophecy for the growth of the church. Okay, where are the other people? Tracy says, Acts chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. What is tongues? Tracy is quoting scripture. Yuma, can you post that scripture for the other people to get it?
what is tongues? What is it? What is tongues? That is why the noon teaching sessions are very important. At times we learn. At times we encourage ourselves. Ah, the scripture our dear sister gave talks about the spirit of God coming upon the people. In the days of Pentecost. What are some of the myths when it comes to tongues? Do you know that the tongues that we speak there are certain powers within the ocean certain kingdoms and realms within oceans they also speak the same tongues Someone said it's a heavenly or spiritual language. Have you seen a fetish priest in action before? Most when there are festivals, they cover them and they bring it on the telly. Someone, the spirits possess them. They can bark like a dog. And whilst they are barking like dogs, there are other people that are what? Translating the barking. There are other, others when they are doing the invocations and incantations, they use some of these languages. So what is tongues? You cannot make uh-huh. uh, Okay, I can say that tongues are a form of utterances, though they are languages that people communicate with their supreme beings. People used to come. All, all the answers they have given it is all correct too. Having said no one's answer is wrong. They are correct. Yes, please. Uh, they are correct. Maybe it's a sign that one is baptized with the Holy Spirit of God. No. It's not a sign yeah. It is not a sign. 
that when you speak in tongues, you are baptized with the Holy Spirit. It is not a sign. It is not. These are some of the errors. With our orientation. Mm. So if a sign that you've been baptized by the Holy Spirit. What about the people that God used mightily, but they never spoke in tongues? What about the people that healed, even raised the dead, but they never spoke in tongues? They are well spoken in faith, but cannot be understood by humans. Hey, dear lady, I like your name. Equiaba. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You see, you all know, but how you are communicating it. Is the issue? All the answers you gave, they are correct, and all the answers you give can also be wrong, depending on where you are coming from. <laughs> uh, The first Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. Spoke about various kinds of tongues. So per that phrase, we know that we don't have one tongue. So what is the difference between praying in tongues and the various tongues? What are the difference? What first Corinthians chapter 12 verse 10? The gift of various kinds of tongues. It's indeed a supernatural utterance. Given by a certain supreme being. Two human vessels in an unknown language so three key things a supernatural utterance 
given by God to a vessel that has availed him or herself in an unknown language. There is difference between Okay, let me go to the types of tongues. The truth is, I can't remember when when I I was I I was just growing up. There were a lot of questions people asking. Ah, so if this tongues, if it is God that gives it gives it to them, after when they are praying uh, and the, and the, and the leader comes. Then they all stop praying. How can mortal beings control God? We have tongues as a prayer language. And we have tongues that when it is spoken needs to be interpreted. Just as we all come from various Hometowns. And we all have our languages, our mother tongues. There's also a certain heavenly language. And the reason why the speaking in tongues or the praying in tongues came about is as a result of what we call, or I have termed it, a decoded prayer. What is decoded prayer? What is decoded prayer? Dinah is believing God for a job. Dinah is fasting, praying, sowing seeds to get a job. So the supplications of Dinah goes to God in the form of a smoke. And the supplications of Dinah enters into a certain system of God. And when it enters into a certain system of God, God will look 
through Dinah's destiny line. Dinah is believing God for a job. But in the eyes of God, the soul of Dinah is not standing well. So what God does is God takes the prayer, the job-related prayer of Dinah, and decode the prayer to suit the attack on her soul. Most of us, the things that we pray and we are asking God for, it's not what is entering into the heavenly soul, I'm telling you. You are believing God that your husband should love you more. But the truth is, the more you pray, the more your husband is misbehaving. And some of you have gotten to a certain state in your life. You are even giving up. Because you've prayed about an issue, but nothing seems to happen. But you know the interesting thing? Maybe you are praying to God for peace in your home. God has also realized that the soul of your husband is not standing well. So the thing that you are praying to God for, it is not what is what even entered the throne room of God. You are believing God to pass your exams, so you are praying. But when God protected, because He's all knowing, He has realized that. Within the next two, three months, you're about to lose your job. I have so ceased to pass my exams. I have prayed. But when the result came, I have filled but all. What happened? How can this go? Be wicked. How can this God be wicked? It is not like God is wicked, though. We have what we call praying according to the will of God. So the concept of prayer in the will of God. Is what led to that dimension of a certain heavenly language. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We have two types of tongues. In other places, they will add one category to it. 
but that category could fall under the interpretation of tongues. So we have tongues as a form of prophecy and we have tongues as a prayer. The gift of tongues is a message from God to men. It is a message from God to men. He spoke about the different tongues or the different diverse tongues. Whereas the praying in tongues is spoken by men to God. Those who use correct phones, when you check your data side, there are always two signs. Please, if you're using China phone, don't check, you will not find it. And it's about one is going out, one is sending, and the other is receiving. So the gift of tongues is a message God is giving to his people. A message given by God to the edification, to the comfort, to the exhortation of the church. Whereas praying in tongues is spoken by men to God. So when you are speaking in tongues, God understands every language. God understands every language. So when you are speaking to your God in an unknown language, it is needless for somebody to interpret the language to God. It is needless for somebody to interpret the language To God. It is needless. When you read First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 5, 27, 28, when Paul made a certain profound statement 
Somebody's giving me some feedback. Oh. That there was a need to interpret the gift of tongues. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 5. Spoke about it in verse 5. Spoke about it in verse 27. He spoke about it in verse 28. So because of that statement of Paul, some people have this orientation that it is wrong to speak in tongues. I repeat, we have two or three types of tongues. We have tongues that that God is communicating to us. We have tongues that is a spiritual language that we use to communicate to God. And we have tongues that miss to be decoded. So basically, the first, the second, but the third one falls under the category of interpretation. There are times you can be praying. You can be praying. Everyone has a, a certain prayer language of tongues. If yours is cut, 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 you start praying a cut, 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 If yours is don't do, don't do, cut, don't do, cut, don't do, Before I realize, you know, it has turned into a beat. But there are times when you enter into a certain realm of prayer. You realize that your prayer language changes. Do I have witnesses? Oh, these people should make their thing lively. Somebody's tongues can be cut, cut, but there are times when you are praying and you've entered into a certain dimension. Then you realize that your tongue's language has changed. That is why I said when it comes to the interpretation of tongues, we have three. Yeah, the tongues, we have three. We have one that God is speaking to us. That is what the realm of interpretation for the whole church. We have one God. We have one we we are speaking to God. And there's another one that when you enter into a certain dimension, ah, you cannot go to UK, you cannot go to the to the the, the Queen's Palace and ask them that they should pound fufu for you. It is not possible. It is not possible. So at times when you enter into a certain dimension of prayer, ah. So that level of tongues, I have termed it dominion or judgmental tongues. You can also call it the tongues of enforcement. 
when you are speaking in tongues as a prayer language, you are communicating with God. You are trying to get access. When you 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 build up and you enter into certain realms, and when your prayer language changes, those tongues that comes out of your mouth, they don't mean are talking to. You are commanding archangels. So there are tongues, it is only God that understands. There are tongues, it is only the Holy Spirit, which is God. And certain high-level angelic beings. And there are others that need to be interpreted for you and I to understand. So when Paul spoke about 1 Corinthians 14, 5, 27, 28, he encouraged the people that there is always the need for the tongues to be interpreted. Paul was referring to the interpretation of tongues. So when you read the first Corinthians chapter 40, verse 27, he instructed after every three messages in tongues, there should be what? An interpretation. Paul was rather emphasizing the need. for the tongues to be interpreted. Paul, with that scripture, was also talking about order. Because because before that, the speaking of tongues or the baptism one way or the other of the Holy Ghost had created a lot of indiscipline in the church. Everyone wanted to let people feel Day to their death. Day to their death. So Paul was just trying to build order, bring order. That when you speak, allow the old man, allow somebody to interpret what God has given you. Now let me focus on praying in tongues. When you read 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14, 
Paul said when we pray in tongues, it is the spirit man that prays. And the question is, who is this spirit man that Paul spoke about? Who is this spirit man that Paul spoke about? Can someone try, Ima? Who is this spirit man? First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14. Who is this spirit man? Apostle, so the, the human personality is made up of spirit, body, and soul. Good. So it is refined a spirit component of, of a human. Excellent. Being. The same first Corinthians chapter 14, verse 18. Paul was bragging on. It was this same Paul in the verse 5 was telling people that, hey, look, because of the manifestation of the Spirit of God, you guys must, must pipe down. Because I, Paul, in first corinthians chapter 14 verse 18 he stated that he prayed in tongues more than the people of corinthians preached together hey god that uh paul was just trying to let them know that they are two by four speaking in tongues that's not me they are there because there were a lot of people who were abusing the grace of God. Speaking in tongues is a major key in the operations of the Holy Spirit. When we speak in tongues, we are spiritually charged to operate in the giftings of God. The more you speak in tongues, you are edified. Though the language that you are speaking, it is there is that lack of understanding. But it is your spirit man connected to a certain spirit being, and the resultant effect is the flames that comes upon your body. Let me tell you something. When you are praying in your normal language, the moment you begin to pray, you are like any other person. For you know, your wife had even upset you. For all you know, your maid, you are waiting to end your prayer, so at least you go and give it to your baby. So at times when we come to the presence of God, prayer is more than this utterance. 
prayer is a certain connection between the three components of man your soul your spirit and your body when all these three organs converge that is when you can say that you are praying but at times it is always better as i keep on telling people to connect with god you speak tongues to get access so that your spirit man you see the spirit man dwells in the soul and the soul dwells in the body so before the body the soul can be released it is the body that must release the soul and when the soul is released it is also easier for the spirit man to come out from the soul so we use tongues to connect automatically ah thank you holy ghost you are speaking in tongues i told you that there is a certain dimension that god is and you are also at a certain place but you can connect to this god with a tube and when you connect to this god with a tube you will be able to download everything there is with god prayer is not the public of words. so anytime you come to the presence of god and you are praying and your mind is somewhere please stop praying if you have a wife just go and hug and hug your wife let your mind come down before you go to the presence of god again so most of us we thought we were in the presence of god but we wasted our time this is not prayer your prayer did not even cross your ceiling how much more your roofing before you can break through the territorial powers in your area so the speaking in tongues is a way apart from it being a decoded prayer god enables you and i to easily connect the moment you come to the presence of god there is always a burden a burden of your desires and your expectation a burden of your disappointments and regrets but when you come to the presence of god and you begin to speak in tongues uh, then the spirit man when your spirit man becomes too hot automatically the, the vessel will release it then you get connected to god 
So most often I tell people, spirits don't understand tongues. So when God has given you the grace to speak in tongues, tongues is a charger. It's a charger. It's a spiritual charger. We use it to charge, just like you connect your phone to the socket and you are charging the phone. It's the same way with tongues. Your, your, your phone, your battery needs power. And that power is with ECG. So in this scenario, ECG is God. So the tongues is your charger. The tongues is your charger. What gives you access to this God? What gives you access to this God? What gives you access to this God? So you start speaking in tongues. It doesn't mean that the moment you start speaking in tongues, you are there. No. When you start speaking, you are still here. But what it will do for you, it will shorten the traffic. It will shorten the spiritual traffic. The moment the enemy realizes that you are praying for your marriage, the strong agent assigned to that marriage will send somebody to come and cover your prayers. So instead of your prayers getting direct access to God, there are spiritual blankets in the atmosphere. Haven't you realized that times you are praying, but you sense some heaviness in the atmosphere? You are praying, you are praying, you know that you are praying, but there is some heaviness in the atmosphere. Because anytime an enforcer is assigned to your life, what the enforcer does is the enforcer places some monitoring agents and gadgets around you. So the moment you begin to pray about your marriage, there's a strong man assigned to your marriage. So the moment you begin to pray, somebody will send a signal, hey, Yamansa have started praying about her marriage. So the next thing they will do, they will blanket the atmosphere so that the prayer that you are praying, because they know that as long as your prayer goes to God, surely it will cause a manifestation.
So when the atmosphere is blanket, how are you going to penetrate? So to you, you have gone to God. Oh, Iradi. Why would you say me, bro? Hey, Iradi, where? Brass something by Oko. Yeah, Thomas is Oko. Oh, Iradi. Koko something there. Iradi, where the other fan of that there's a certain woman stand beside you. And the woman is laughing at you. Because your prayers has not even left your seed. That is why we speak in tongues. I repeat, when you are praying, what we call a fervent prayer, it's when the three organs of the human body is working. The soul, the spirit, and the body. You now you know yourself. At times, when these three organs are united in prayer, you now you know that, ah, today I have prayed. It's not the number of hours you spend in prayer, but how effective your prayer is. That is why God brought the gifts of tongues to be like a charger so that we can connect this charger to our vessel, the phone. So that we can connect this charger to the socket which has the power that is why god brought the spoken tongues as a prayer language so you know that you start the session at we start at 8 o'clock so 7 30. ha you are playing your some songs in the house and you are warming up Speaking in your tongues, you are warming up. You are warming up. You are on. Oh, no, no. You know what you are doing. You are creating a certain atmosphere so that the spirit can lead the soul. The spirit is in a container called the soul. The soul is in a container called the body. The only time the soul can leave the body is when the body is one dead or when the body sleeps. That is why we dream. That is how God made you and I. So if you want your soul to leave your body, then you must subject the body to automatically open for the soul to leave. Remember, we can only connect, we can only connect we can only connect 
to God by our spirit. After this teaching, when you go to God and you are not praying, you know. Hey, if you are praying and you feel so tired, then I said, Empire, we're near her. Please stop the prayer. Go and sleep. Go and sleep, okay? Just go and sleep, okay? It's just like when you are learning. At least I know everybody here has learned before. When you are learning and you are feeling very sleepy, ask yourself, does a thing enter? Hey, does it enter? Somebody should talk to me. Oh, does it no, enter? No, please. No, please. Oh, I was you are sitting there, you are learning, you are dozing, you are dozing. You are sitting there, you are dozing, you are yawning, you are dozing. Does that thing enter? You now, you think that, oh, today they have, have been able to read four pages. The next day when you wake up and you go and sit, you don't even remember one. You don't even remember yourself reading those four pages. Then you come out and say that there's a certain way to be who doesn't want you to pass their exams. Who told you some which doesn't want you to pass their subs? Who told you some which doesn't want you to pass your exams? It's the same way spiritually. So the moment you start praying, hey, October ending, I am going for my spiritual demonic resource. And you young, beautiful girl like you want to marry. You've been sold to me. So the moment you start praying, uh, I, will, I will attack the release smoke. Then you feel so heavy. You feel so sleepy. You feel so tired. So when you try to persevere a little, that is when the thoughts of life come. Last time, Apostle Christian, last time, that's what the enemy does. So that's why it says the, the, the speaking in tongues is a charger. It's a charger. So you start, uh, you are climbing. You are sparking the engine. You are warming up. You are warming up. You are warming up. Still, the spirit in the vessel, so the soul is still in the body. You, you've still not gotten access to. You are warming up. You are warming up. You are warming up. When the heat becomes too hot, for the body, the body itself will say, "Hey, hey now the spirit you can lead the you can lead the body." Then it connects its two to God. That is why we speak in tongues. So when you connect to God, when you connect to God, then you begin to pray in your known language. And the reason why at times we pray in our known language is that we have something called soulish prayer. There are some songs, it is not scriptural, but they are soulish songs. Most soulish songs are termed as prayer songs. That is why at times when you go to church, they will sing, so so then the atmosphere will change. Yeah, yeah, bro. Oh, then you see the woman, the foolish people. So that you will be focused. So you speak in tongues, it gives you access. Then you start speaking your normal language. So it is the normal language that will fuel the passion of your prayer. 
person is. That was what Paul was talking about. Then you enter into a certain dimension of prayer. Then you realize that your tongues are speech. And that's why you are prophesying and you are enforcing certain things. I said, apart from the Holy Spirit, there are certain archangels that understands or interpret tongues. It is not the low, low, low angels. God willing, on after our, after our fast, I will teach you a lot of things about the tongues, the juices or the importance of speaking in tongues. And I will teach you what you can do if you desire that gift. Remember, if you are here and you don't speak in tongues, this is what you can do. The most important thing is your ability to connect to God. Whilst we are praying, I am ending. So before you join the session, try and excite your soul. Get some songs that you love, some songs that connect you to God. There are some of us, at times when we hear some song, we feel like now we are Christians. There are some songs when you hear, you, that you feel like hugging God. There are songs like that. There are songs like that. So you start listening to those songs. So when you go to most Pentecostal churches, they start your prayer meetings with some of these soulish songs. Songs that will excite your soul. Because when the soul is also excited, automatically the spirit can go and do whatever it has to do. Because the soul has caged the spirit. That is why in the demonic kingdom, when they want to kill you, they invoke your soul. When they are able to trap your soul, your spirit is in the soul. So it is just like a pen. I am holding a blue pen. We have the container of the pen. And we have another one with the ink. So the ink represents your spirit man. The container of the ink represents your soul. And they are all housed in the actual pen, the one we used to write, which represents your body. Any question? Time is up. I just have to leave home again. Any question? Uh, God willing, tonight we'll be continuing with the East. We are starting our first, God willing, to, tonight we are going to the East. We are, yeah, if there is a question you can ask or you can write, I will continue with this teaching after our fast. I will continue. I will continue. There are 30 benefits of speaking in tongues. I just gave two. I just gave access. So we continue before I'll come to the one that is much more on the interpretation aspect. So basically, when it comes to the interpretation of tongues, someone might speak. And another person, at times it is the same person that will come up 
come through the interpretation. At times, another, a different person will come up with the interpretation. Someone can speak tongues for 15 minutes. The interpretation could be less than four seconds. It is possible. Any question? Apostle. Good. Please. Um, I'm talking about my experience. Like, mm -hmm. I was speaking, one time I was praying, like I was speaking in tongues, and I felt very, like, I was speaking in tongues, all right, but all of a sudden my voice became very choked, and I couldn't speak again. I felt, I felt like I was suffocating. <laughs> when it happens like that, what can you do? What did you do? What did I do? I started praying in my head. Then I felt like it was coming down. Uh -huh. So what is your problem? So yeah, you know what I was do? thinking. So that's the only thing I can do. I can't drink the communion wine or something. Ah! Leave the communion wine. You see, I don't want you to place more emphasis on talking. Communion wine is just a token. Water is just a token. Anointing is just a token. Sun is just a token. I don't want the focus to be on the tokens. Okay. I want your spirit man, your soulish man, and your body to 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 have that easy access to God. Okay. You see, maybe you were suffocating as a result of the rim of prayer you were praying. Yeah, it has happened to me praying. It happens. So it's all about your preparation. We don't just get up and come to the presence of God. Go and read your Bible. Huh? The Old Testament people learn. Before the high priest will come to the presence of God, do you know the rituals the high priest will, will do? Huh? This God that we are, I don't know. It's okay. Another time. It's okay. Another time. It's okay. Another time. It's okay. You don't just get up and come to the presence of God, though. Huh? So if your preparation is not right, an angel can even give you a knock. I mean, when there are festivals, I usually watch a lot of festival documentaries on TV. Well, a fetish place is coming to do their invocation. Hey, Ghana independence, when they are part of the liberation, don't you see the thing they do? And you come into the presence of God anyhow, without any preparation. Can you ever go to your boss's office without preparing? Hmm. Hmm. Yesterday, someone during the TPN session. That one, I decided not, not to talk about. 
because I was I was high in aesthetics, it would have brought me down. Please, God is not your boyfriend, no. God is not your husband that you can walk naked before Him. Even some husbands cry, I wonder always they will they will they something. How much more God? They're married women. I lie. That's why you are walking in the house and you're not going to tell you, please go and wear something. They do. Hmm? They do. Today was at the hospital. Nurses and gossips. I was sitting somewhere and, and the nurses, they were gossiping about their husbands. Once I asked my husband, then he, when I dress like a Pentecost woman, my husband doesn't like. When I in the house, my husband was went to work, so, so say, hey. And they were talking about it at the hospital. Yesterday. So please, when you are coming to the presence of God, your appearance creates a certain attitude of value. Or otherwise, your appearance is very important to. Oh, I have finished everything, so uh, let me watch Adam TV. Now, I don't remember the last time I watched TV. Let me watch Adam TV. Then you put, you switch the TV to Adam TV. Ah, it's eight. Uh, let me join TP and Kaka. So your eyes. Are watching the Adum TV <laughs> and your ears are listening. That's what most of you are doing. And you expect this God to also place some value on you. You are joking. So preparation is very, very important. Preparation is very, very important. When it comes to God coming to his presence, preparation is very important. Even in your homes, when you are going to cook in the kitchen, preparation is very important. The days that you don't feel like cooking and you are forced to cook, when you cook, even the soup, grana and crying grana, asiasi. Because you did not enter the kitchen with the right mindset. It is true. Preparation is very important. Your husband has closed from work and today he wants to do the thing. But because your husband did not psych you up in the morning, you are there. No, no, no. Preparation is very important. It's true. I think this is like Totina somewhere last year. I was there and God came to warn me. He came two hours before the session. No call, nothing. So some of you have realized if you are not the people that are usually communicate within two hours when you call, the first two things I will say, is it an emergency? Yes or no? You said no, then later. 
because spiritual position is very important. You have no idea the one you are talking to. Every cross should be cried in the cheek. And when they can sign, as soon as you have access to your soul, we are part of broken prayers. Empire be a bubble and a bubble. And when I began to abide by what God told me, so most of what I do to avoid temptation, I make sure that six, then I'll go and force myself and sleep. I will sleep at eight o'clock. I am awake. Then I come and do my session. I am okay. And anytime I consecrate myself, say, no, these two hours, nothing of this world will have access to me. Ah, me now, when I join the session now, I can see that the, 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 the spirits are, are, are happy. Spiritual position is very important. And spiritual preparation is very important. The same way you cannot wear your nighty and go to your church. The same way you cannot wear your nighty. Hey, some people can wear their nighty and go out and buy something. No, no said the nighty. According to Tina, they have different different types. We make those some of these things. We I don't know, but according to Tina, we have different different types. There are some. Eh? Hey, you cannot take it outside. I'm talking about the ones you cannot take outside. You cannot wear your nighty and come to your office and go for an interview. It's the same way. So if there is no other question, God willing, I'll continue after the fast. I'll spend a week or two on the vocal gifts. And when I am done, I will do proper impartation on the line. It will be a, a, a noon session. It will be a noon session. Is there any question? If there, there are yes. no questions, ask. Please, you, you, you stated the forms of, like tongues as a form of prophecy. Like, how is it like? How, do, how can I explain this thing to you? Huh? Yes, you you said it, but I don't know how. I said it's because you are not listening. I said when tongues are interpreted, it becomes a prophecy. The interpretation of tongues, it becomes a prophecy to the church. But there is another part of tongues that comes when you are able to get access to go. That one we, we, it falls within the tongues of enforcement, dominion, and establishment. Others will call it a tongues of decree. You are establishing something beyond the natural. I hope you get it. Yes. So you go to uh, a typical apostolic church. Yeah, I was brought up in apostolic church. I had most of my foundations in the apostolic church. The Ghana apostolic, the one with A. We don't joke. So most Pentecostal churches don't joke with their worship session. Their worship, no one enters the church. No movement. Because it, it is a designated point for God 
speak to them. Any other question? Yes, tonight we'll continue with the East. You can come with your token and anything or yeah. If there are no other questions, let's prepare for. Uh, you can, you can, no, 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 no. It is not, it is not compulsory. But you see, when it comes to the shouting as well as the prayer, I call it the spiritual gymnastics. There are some people, when they fall under the anointing, ah! Everybody hears you. It's not easy. I can't remember those days when I was in Kumasi, so I'm judging when I attend. There was one particular lady, any time we old. This woman will always follow somebody, and the people will catch it. She did one, twice. But the third time, I vowed, before I went to church, when I vowed that if this woman tries again this time, remember they took her pipe. The pastor started at the ah, I've moved from the place. The woman thought I was at her back. It took her pipe. Tick. This thing, I planned it with Tina. I planned it with Tina. So it is how the people. React. It has a lot of things to do with our characters, our individual traits and stuff. So when someone is praying and the person that's social, that's something that the prayer is on power flow. No, 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 no. It depends on the on the frequency. The frequency the person is operating from. Okay. Then we have to end the section. It's almost three o'clock. Um, good. So please get ready tomorrow. We are starting the first, it's two weeks. I will encourage everyone to be, to get involved. If you're on medication, just take your drugs and eat something a little. If you are breastfeeding, same. I never said a fruit fast. Some of you, you decided that you are going to take fruits and fast. No, it's just six to 12, six to 12. For the first few days before it changes. And I'm sure we all will be able to. Good. Can we share the grace? May the grace of our Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forever. Amen. Amen. Amen.